0: Hello and welcome to the Daily Nugget. I'm Mike Conan and this is today's Daily Nugget. Well, we're continuing our journey through 1 Peter chapter 3 and we are on verse 8. Finally, all of you have unity of mind, sympathy, brotherly love, a tender heart, and a humble mind boy, there's a lot here. And in fact, this one verse, you could make each of those a whole podcast. And maybe I should have done that if I was a little wiser, but uh, you get what you get. And uh, so we're going to unpack each one just super briefly. Uh, Finally, all of you. Now, this is a good start to everything, all of you. And I think this is what the Apostle Paul is basically addressing here is there's some disunity there, there's some things that are going in different ways. And so he's telling them, guys, you got to all rally together around the most important things. And then he's going to list the most important things. If you have these things, then everything else will come together. He says, have unity of mind. So he's going to begin with the mind. He's going to end with the mind. Okay. Important thing to think about. Sympathy, brotherly love, a tender heart, and a humble mind. Finally, all of you have unity of mind sympathy, brotherly love, a tender heart, and a humble mind. So we here we see him addressing the two things that uh, are most important as we think about our relationships and we think about the church and we think about how we interact with each other, our hearts and our minds. And he says we're supposed to have unity of mind. How do you get unity of mind? Unity of mind, the way that you get there is by agreeing. And we're not going to agree on everything. And the church uh, under... You know, Peter's leadership didn't agree on everything either. But what they did do was they were able to agree on the most important things. Jesus was resurrected. The Holy Spirit was real. uh, And they wanted to live a holy life dedicated to the Lord. And uh, we learned that this is the unity that kind of drew them together. And their thoughts, unifying thoughts, draw people together. Okay. And then it says, have sympathy. And sympathy, of course, is where you're able, empathy is a little bit different. Than sympathy Empathy is where you step into other people's shoes and sympathy is more where you look at other people and you uh, can understand the pain and suffering they're going through. Even though you yourselves may not be able to step into those shoes, you're able to offer um, some sort of condolence for the pain that they're going through because this is a painful time in the history of the church. From the beginning, we learned that these folks have been spread all over and they're dispersed, and it is a challenging time. And so have sympathy for people who've lost, people who are going through this time of suffering and challenge. And that should be a part of our our makeup too, if we're thinking about who we are and how... God wants us to be, especially with the body and with other people in the church, is we should have the same mind. And we should be sympathetic towards each other when each other is facing uh, challenges and struggles. Brotherly love or sisterly love, but he says brotherly love. And um, brotherly love is that that great reminder that we're part of the family of God, uh, that we have a Father in heaven and we're all brothers and sisters in Christ. And that is our primary identity, Our primary identity is not on our people we vote for. It's not on the people that – the different beliefs we have. But our primary identity uh, is also not in the gifts that we have or the talents that we have or if you're bright, if you're – athletic, if you're fill in the blank, whatever, it might be successful at business. That is not our identity. Our identity is being a child of God and being a part of his family. And so part of that identity expresses itself in brotherly love, meaning that we look at others who are in the family of God and say, we're brothers. First and foremost, we're brothers. And there's a commitment there. There's a love there. There's a tenderness there. And that leads to the next one, he says, and have a tender heart. A tender heart is quite simply this, you know. It's the opposite of a hard heart. A hard heart is one that is closed off, cold, and a tender heart is one that is warm and caring and inviting. Uh, and in a tender heart, you're going to see someone entering into a relationship, and in a hard heart, you're going to see somebody pushing relationships away. And the last one it says, and have a humble mind. And again, he comes back to the mind. He begins with the mind, unity of mind, and in a humble mind. What does it mean to have a humble mind? Okay, let's look at the opposite. What is an arrogant mind? An arrogant mind is someone who thinks they know everything. Someone who thinks they have it all figured out. And so whenever you're talking to them, they have no uh, ears available to you. All they're thinking about is their mouth. And they're looking for opportunities for them to insert their own thoughts into the conversation. Rather than listening and hearing and thinking and responding, you will see folks who do not have a humble mind, who have an arrogant mind, simply just yammering and yapping. And God wants us to have a humble mind. He wants us to be able to humble ourselves before each other, listen to each other, and our minds, not that we have an open mind, so open that we are open to anything, but that we can, as we look into our brothers and sisters who love the Lord, can listen to what they have to say, and then uh, can reason together and find that unity of mind that he's talking about. So a great perspective on life is to have a tender heart, a humble mind. If those are the only two things you focused in on your entire life, a tender heart and a humble mind, you would really go a long way in this world uh, because you'd be eager to learn and you would be eager to love. And I think that's what God wants from us more than anything, is to be eager to love and eager to learn. So let's be people then who dedicate ourselves to being eager to love and eager to learn. Let uh, we crave it. Wouldn't that be awesome? All right, I'll leave it at that. Uh, thanks for listening. This is the Ministry of Our two Legacy.